Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor at Recap podcast hosted by Mel and Rachel, best friend duo. Two episodes in, AB. Mm-hmm. I'd like to announce that I am, I am optimistic. I like what I'm seeing so far. I'm optimistic on the season for three reasons. I was going to ask why. Naturally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no particular order. Number one, Charity. More entertaining than I thought she would be. She's livelier than I remember on Zach's season. Charity's more fun than I expected. When you walk into the pool party and you say, let's get this party started, and everyone, like, does it? <laughs> it yeah, <laughs> you got a, a little juice something. to you. <laughs> you got a little something to you. <laughs> Number two, the episodes feel breezy. The conflict feel a is trivial. Compared, it's not deadly serious. <laughs> it just I I I don't. They are kind of flying by, aren't they? It's just breezy. I don't know if it's the actual weather that's affecting my mood when I watch a show, but I'm like, man, it's nice. It's, <laughs> it's nice already. Right nice. <laughs> I don't know why. They feel breezy. <laughs> Lastly, and most importantly, I think this is a really good cast. Good cast. There are several contestants that I like having on the screen for entertainment purposes, and at least a few that I think would be good matches for charity. And that, to me, those are the key ingredients to a high-floor, low-ceiling season or medium-ceiling season. You have a lot of guys that are right up our alley, including a guy that you couldn't build someone in a lab that'd be more right up our alley. The NXT guy who also uh, yeah, okay. throws heat. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not a bullish on his. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's probably going to. He might. It's still early. We're two episodes in. It's early. It's yeah. early. I just yeah, like what I'm ca- seeing. I, I can't disagree with anything you said. It could also be that I watch uh, my new favorite show, Claim to Fame, leading, and I'm just in a great mood <laughs> when The Bachelorette starts. Okay, what was going on on Claim to Fame with uh, Tom Hanks's n- niece or whatever? Yeah, she I lost saw it. there was an absolute <laughs> she the family name. Blow up. I'd say, I'd say I saw a clip, one of the most humiliating clips I've yeah, ever too, seen from much. someone. I've, I've cannot think of a more outlandish meltdown off the on rails. reality TV. <laughs> it was a great premiere episode for that what reason. What was the deal? She just got booted from the show and that was the reaction? I didn't see the background. Claim to fame, AB, is one of the great reality show concepts there is. <laughs> episode one, night one, or night two, whatever. 
someone else guessed who her claim to fame was, and it was correct. And when it's correct, you go home. So does everyone guess everyone's? How does no. it work? How, who one, guesses who? One, they do a competition. The bottom two people are potential guessers. Then the house votes between those two, someone to be the guesser. You don't want to be the guesser because if you get it wrong, you, you go, go home. home. Oh. It's a really high stakes ending. The, so it's a, that, the end of Climb to Fame episodes are thrilling. When <laughs> I saw the exciting. clip, when I saw the clip, it was some guy talking to her. He yep. was guessing her. So if he wouldn't have guessed right and he goes home. Is it out of nowhere? Are they giving clues? Like, there's what are there's we a basing? lot of clues. Some would argue too many clues. There are a lot of clues. And okay. you can earn clues. Because she was screaming about one of the clues being too. The clues were pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Electric. It's a really, it's a really <laughs> great show. I would. I don't want to go Who too deep into yesterday. Claim to uh, I don't want to tell you. Spoiler alert. Claim to fame. Spoiler alert. If you ha- not, aren't caught up. I'm, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to listeners. Okay. Cool. Claim to fame. Spoiler alert. Everyone should watch this show. It's a better show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> son went home. Ah. So they're two for two wow. for guesses. It's a great. That it, mean, it's great. Well, that, that probably means they're, they're two. Like, were you able to guess them? Are you able to guess them? Would you have guessed uh, yeah, the a, two that? Uh, yeah, I have a pretty, I had a pretty good feeling. There's there the problem is there are some you know Tom Hanks a list movie star well kind of a famous yeah. a pretty famous guy for not being a movie star there are others I think one guy is related to Donny Osmond in mm. with a house full of mostly young people they don't I even think know he's who Donny go Osmond is <laughs> I don't think they know Donny <laughs> Osmond so I think he's going aways I like the concept of that show it's a I might watch show. it yeah. <laughs> Anyway, what are we doing here? The Bachelorette? You want to talk about that? <laughs> Not really. I want to talk a little bit more about the show. The show you were just describing to me is what I want to talk about, actually. Half the mailbag was Climb to Fame Climb to Fame. Yeah. We'll, we'll flip this shit right on its head if you want us to. You say Your the word. Will spin. We'll spin. We'll flip the switch and this will be a claim to fame. 75% no claim doubt. to fame, 25% bachelor. You just tell, you just let us know. Not a joke. Y'all just let us know. We'll do it. We're ready. We'll do it. Episode two. Just 19 people left. That's crazy low. I did the research. Uh, this is oh. a welcome tweak in my eyes if they stick with it. We've been calling, we've been saying too many people are here for a long time. After two episodes, there are now 14 people remaining. Wow. After two episodes previously, yeah. For the past several normal seasons, seasons with one lead only, they have, after two rose ceremonies, 19. So they've effectively like jumped ahead a week. They're just skipping a week or two. Yeah. Yeah. Which means more time for. Cool. Everybody. I love it. I, I like the sounds of that. Random dudes in the intro segment. Joey the Tennis Pro, John the Data Scientist, Aaron B. with the coin. Adrian. I, you know, Rem. Yeah. There, so we're doing this coin thing. Like, we're actually doing it. this. It's what I thought when I saw this. Okay, so you're you're really trying to make that part of your personality here. Why? What, what are you getting out of this? Ditch the coin after night one. That's an obvious move. Ditch the coin. Aaron he's making B, it a thing. On paper, big contender from the moment we saw him on screen, his intro. The coin thing is could be an Achilles heel. D- the coin or disa- whatever replaces it. We might be looking at one of those handkerchiefs, endless handkerchief <laughs> deals. I mean, I I don't know what he's got. 
<laughs> I mean, what's the deal? Are you, are you just be yourself? Is, this, is it tricks or are you trying to find love? What are you, what's, the, what's going on here? Aaron, you got it all. You seem to have it all. Just get, di- I just thought we wouldn't <laughs> see that coin again. That's all. <laughs> Adrian has a daughter. Dotton. Those were in the intro package with names on the screen. Thank you for that. Braden was out here peacocking with his giant scarf and awesome earrings. Braden's outfits, I hope, will get incrementally flashier as the season wears on. Night one, oh, a little dangly earring. Okay. Day two, now we, two dangly scarf. earrings and a scarf. <laughs> the only bigger scarf I've ever seen is that Kuzma scarf. I'm talking about. I thought you were going to say the <laughs> Lenny Kravitz one, but the Kuzma one also. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the Lenny Kravitz one. <laughs> Night six, knee-high alligator boots over leather pants, and a bigger scarf. The scarves will continue to grow in size. The d- the earrings are getting danglier by the day, Rim. I think he got the call and went straight to Ragstock. And load it up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you got for flashy <laughs> earrings here? Give me the oh, weirdest the, stuff you got. The stuff that's been gathering dust. His earrings are in my top five favorite things about the show currently going. <laughs> yeah. Is seeing what earrings he's going to have on day to day. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm not Googling anything this year. I'm not watching any previews. I don't know what anyone thinks about anything. I am obsessed with Brayden. I love this character think, on the show. Almost as, probably as much as anyone since Bennett. Who petered out quickly. I think Brayden is Brayden's earrings, I can tell you online, a lot of division rim. Very divisive. Well, a lot of love, a lot of hate. <laughs> a lot of hate. <laughs> okay. Well, first aid card of the season is a one-on-one for Aaron B. Coin Aaron, piano Aaron. I think he kissed the lucky coin. And After was the on his receiving, way. oh jeez, I believe so. <laughs> I Enough. believe he did. Yeah, he goes. Yeah, ah. <laughs> that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Daytime portion of the one-on-one date. The old classic car cruise with the lead driving yeah. through the Hell hills. Yeah. No seatbelts as usual on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Next time they wear a seatbelt, will be the first time. <laughs> Those roads are way too windy to not be wearing your seatbelt. Actually, I shouldn't even say that. There's no situation you shouldn't be wearing your seatbelt. Isn't that the truth, AB? There's no situation, but especially when you're going on a damn windy road, you might just fall out the side. Top down, no seatbelt. You got to brake quickly while you're turning. You fly fly right off the cliff. cliff. (laughs) Some good talk on the drive, I thought. I agree. Both raised in military households. Aaron had a GTA joke, which I appreciated. Sharing laughs. They were headed to the Hollywood sign for the 100th anniversary. Of the sign? Of the sign. Okay. You know, I thought that would be a one-time mention. This was a promotional tie-in. They got their money's worth. The Hollywood sign? The Hollywood (laughs) sign foundation or whatever got their money's worth for this (laughs) tie-in. (laughs) <laughs> Charity tied the duration of the existence of the Hollywood sign to their parents' lasting marriages. I would have guessed the Hollywood sign had been there longer. 100 years, long time. That's true, but I would have guessed longer. That's all. 
Two hundred years? What number are you? One hundred and ten. They both want a love that lasts forever, or at least a hundred years. The kiss in the back of the convertible with the Hollywood sign in the background. Could it be our kids sitting here talking about this? It's crazy to think about, she says. Yeah, that is insane to think about. That is actually, actually crazy to talk about right now, in fact. <laughs> a little comment that I probably read too much into and extrapolated from, but Charity appreciates that Aaron's parents are still married, so he has a, quote, model to look up to, which is typically how long parents' long-lasting marriages are presented on this show. But contrasted with what we saw with Joey later... I found it interesting that do you that seems think, to be a highly valued trait. I was going to say, do you think charity, let's say two people are the exact same, same people, twins, not twins, oh. folks, that won't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Exact same people, though. One of them has comes from a broken, let's say they're twins, but they got split, you know, they got a parent, they got yes, parent trapped or something. Yes. They got swapped. Okay. So you got one. But they got swapped, and they got swapped to completely different families. Okay? So they're not related families there. You follow me? Yep. One was to this this couple that eventually divorced after, let's say, 10 years. The other has remained well, happily no, let's married. Do, let's, do like, let's do like seven. Seven years. Seven years. Okay, ugly seven years. Ugly divorce. Ugly, seven lot years of back and forth. unhappily married. Seven years, bad years. Okay? Mm-hmm. The other person... 40 years, still married. Now, again, they're twins. Let's say their environments did not affect them at all. So they're actually the exact same person, too. (laughs) Okay. You got to solve the variable. You got to isolate the variable. We're talking about two exact same people, different families, one married, one not. Do you think that if she was sending one of them home, it comes down to the last rose of a rose ceremony. Do you think the person with... All other things considered equal, which would be an easier way to say the whole scenario that I'm talking about. (laughs) All other things considered equal, would she let the person, would she choose the person with coming from the the happily married family over the other person? My instinct here was to make a joke about how she would walk the broken home child out on night one before the rose ceremony upon learning See, they wouldn't even have made it there yeah no no not into the first rose ceremony that would that was my uh, joke instinct however sure. she'd give them both a chance and the one from who happened to grow up in the family with the 40-year marriage would either make it further get- or win yeah i agree i'm not sure charity actually feels that way but that is how it's always pushed on the show Make sure. sure you talk about the long. If you have a parents that are together, talk about how great that is, and then the lead will respond by confirming that that's something they're looking for. I'm not sure if that's a charity thing or the show thing. I think it's a show thing because, I mean, there's nothing more b- boring than a long, <laughs> just good relation. Like what? What are we going to talk about here? <laughs> well, you the, gotta you gotta make it look even better than it is because it's just boring on its <laughs> when you're looking at it. Keep in mind, uh, Golden Bachelor coming soon. So they may be even leaning more into it than they normally would. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, back at the house. Aaron S., ancient Aaron, an indispensable narrator, someone who I feel needs to make it to almost hometowns. He will. Hopefully he gets to just short of hometowns. 
Well, he hasn't talked to her yet, so I don't well, know I don't how care. this is going to work out Irrelevant. <laughs> he needs to stick around. Okay. He can tell who's here for the right reasons, and he has approved of Aaron B's reasons. Adrian, 33, has a one-year-old daughter. He is more quietly observing the guys, keeping it focused on charity. What would become clear later is that he strongly disapproves of their fun having and youth youthful nature. Rim, this just comes down to two old haters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hating Adrian for no hates reason. The fun being had. <laughs> These two are just haters. <laughs> they Aaron, is, the Aaron is a funny hater. Adrian is kind of like a, a, a tinge bitter. Yeah, like jealous. <laughs> You're actually just jealous. <laughs> And I like it. They cut to they cut to the guys, and the guys are just having fun, getting getting tipsy on an off day. This is an off day. They don't have a date. They were not chosen, so I don't really get what the problem is. I and we'll touch on this more later. I'm sure. I'm glad they're here. A- a- Aaron S is funny to the camera. Commentary, Aaron. Oh, the old guys. Yeah, you want you want different. Ap- I yeah. love a- I love Adrian the Grouch the John Jones. Yes, John Jones. Mm-hmm. Back on the date, searching for a century of love, Aaron and Charity walk down the legendary <laughs> Hollywood sign itself, walk to the sign, I should say, where he pulls out this coin. Okay, unbelievable. First of all, Rem, you, just a heads up, that's prohibited. You can't get I'm down sure. there unless well, you know somebody. The, and they know, okay? they know the people. <laughs> they know some people. <laughs> You only a little secret when you go to the when you try to go to the Hollywood sign, you can only go and see it like from behind. It's 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 not. You think you're gonna walk up the way. and be like chilling with the sign? No, you're not. No, well, they you have were. to know someone. They, they were. were, yeah. At least he told her it was a double sided coin. Hopefully, this is the end of the double sided coin. You would think. And in fact, if if he should have tossed it off the. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. said, I don't need gimmicks for your love. I don't need luck. Exactly. I don't need luck. <laughs> tink, tink, and it hits the bottom. He should have done that before telling her that it was double-sided. Because when you say it's double-sided, you, all, you take all the air out of the, 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 the magic that has when occurred so far with your double, flips. Yeah, when you tell him it's double-sided, instantly it goes from cool to lame. Mm-hmm. When you're just flipping the coin and it's always coming up your way, that's cool. When you tell someone you have a double-sided coin that you always carry around with you. If you're flipping a coin at all, I'm going to assume it's, it's double-sided. <laughs> and also, yeah. just in general, it's just not. If you're flipping a coin, it's like your intro deal. <laughs> then he pulls out the handkerchief and he says, here's hoping our love lasts as long. <laughs> <laughs> kept pulling it out. <laughs> Secret, <laughs> kind of boring magician, a boring magician. <laughs> Charity thinks their love could truly last for the ages, like the Hollywood sign, which they kiss in front of. I did note here, Charity whispered, this has been the best date. Something to note. Wow. What you best. say in whisper is a lot of times what you really, really mean <laughs> when the cameras are rolling. <laughs> Nighttime portion. Also great. Beautiful theater lobby. Grand Wait, staircase. Hold up. Charity, one more thing here. Charity says there is a feeling of love that is indispensable. A love that could truly last through the ages and that feels right. That seemed like a little bit getting out too far ahead of things here. I was going to wait, and I will wait, until after the nighttime portion of the discussion, but I agree. She 
Is she I jumping? Mean, this the, was like jumping wrap the, up a bit the here, season. Really? It felt yeah, like it. Like, what are we doing here? I don't. I think it's because this was the only date she's been on. She's riding high right now. Feeling of well. a love that is indispensable. A love that could truly last through the ages. That's two L words in one sentence. Are you in love with this man? Is it, <laughs> it seems like you're kind of hinting at it, at least. Who at brought the up minimum. the kids? I missed the kids comment from earlier. Who brought that up? Who says, what if our kids could be sitting here? Was it she Charity or that. Aaron? Charity okay, well, that. what are... Yeah, <laughs> what are we doing here? We're talking kids in love. What, the coin guy? <laughs> the coin guy. Can you just wait until some other dates <laughs> with no props? Go off without a hitch before putting all your eggs in this basket? He might literally bring, you know, plastic Easter eggs with a basket <laughs> to the next date. Aaron's family. We're at nighttime. Aaron's family important to him. He's close with his little brother. His friends are protective of him after previous relationships. A.B., I found Aaron's description of his previous relationship history to be confusing. Let me just say, I think he was, I, I think he was overstating the brother relationship. If oh. you're dating Charity, you want to find a little common ground, you mention that you're oh. BFFs with your brother. I, you know, I bet he's okay with his brother. Aaron, wrong I reasons? bet they're pals. I don't know. It just seems too perfect to me. He's got the notepad. Okay. Remember that guy got kicked out for having notes? He's really your best friend. Just like Charity, he's, he's your best friend, just like Charity. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, buddy. It's just a lot, of things are, a lot of things are lining up here, Aaron. Clicking right into... <laughs> yeah. Are your parents even married? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron kept referring to his previous relationships. Unlucky was his go-to word. And then Charity asked him what he meant, and he was said, well, I was a bad boyfriend. He was in a four-year relationship while he was playing football. He struggled with communication and active listening. He was a bad boyfriend. How was that unlucky then? It seemed he, unlucky. He said seemed unlucky like, night one. He said unlucky during this date. He said my friends are protective of me. So did something happen to you or did you cause the dissolution? Well, then he kind of, he said he had some partners take advantage, taking advantage of him by flirting with other guys. But he didn't out and say Keep an eye on that he for was later. cheated on. If he was cheated on, wouldn't he have just said that? Maybe he's saving that for later. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I was very Are confused. we skeptical Who's... of Aaron B? I like Aaron B. I do too. Take away the coin. You got a great, you got an all-star. You take away the coin, the gimmick? <laughs> and I'm again, I'm okay with the coin night one. But don't bring the coin night two. It's sitting on your nightstand there when you're walking out the door. Just leave it sitting there after night one. <laughs> Don't bring that coin. If he just would have left it, it would be fine. But yeah, I'm a little, there's some, I'm skeptical of some things. That's all. I just don't I like know that. what he was talking about. <laughs> I was <laughs> confused, this, especially relationship. Yeah. You, uh, who, who broke up with who and whose fault was it, please? Were you unlucky? Because what you just said, it was confusing. Were you unlucky or were you a different person who caused the relationship you, not to work. Which, did you cause it or did they? I don't care that much. All this this intensity with which we're discussing it or making it sound like we really are care. I don't, I don't care at all. <laughs> I don't. I just want, you know, a straight line of logic. I would like to know if you cheated on her or she cheated on you. That's yeah, did you cheat? I think both were insinuated it in he a cheat. couple different times there. He cheat, the terminal. Aaron B hopes she can he can be the man she deserves. Things are going well despite our Mild skepticism. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking love. We're talking kids. They love each other, these two. What else can you say? <laughs> they love each other. Back at the house. 
Group well, date card. What? Guys are a little tipsy, a little sunburnt. They've been Beast doing backflips all day. Are drinking a <laughs> little <laughs> this <Yeah>. season. <laughs> They're a little, you know, the mood is a little down. I think we got some some nighttime hangovers from the day drinking <laughs> and backflips. Yes. You can't just be, fl- you know, exerting yourself like that in the hot sun all day drinking. They're also in the hot tub <laughs> at some of those points. They're in the hot tub. So, um, yeah, they're just a little sober, a little tired. You know who's stone sober? Adrian. He knows better. He had his fun. The two old guys. He had his day. <laughs> None of that no more. Well, he's, he's at an age where if you drink a little bit too many, he just simply would not be able to go on the group date. <laughs> He'd have to just tell them I'm 36 I can't hours come. later. I can't come. Group date card, Dotton, Tanner, Adrian, John, Caleb A, Caleb B, Caleb K, with a K, Xavier, James, Aaron S, Sean, Braden, who has an awesome outfit on. Braden? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sun's out, buns out, the date card says. Uh, Tension's bubbling between Adrian and Braden. Like in Ghostbusters 2, when they're testing the slime in the toaster by yelling at it or being nice to it and it reacts different ways, the slime... Between Adrian and Braden is slowly <laughs> bubbling in the toaster. I haven't seen Ghostbusters 2, but I think I get what, what you're saying. <laughs> Back on the date, Aaron B. says, you're an incredible woman. Don't let anyone ever tell you differently. Which, okay, no one did. No one has. <laughs> Not a worry. Not a concern. <laughs> they moved to Lauren Elaine Alive, where the Rose Podium is located. Great song, great moment. What did you think of their little private this concert? Moment, this moment. What did, did you get butterflies here? The lady sounded great. It's a great, it was um, a great song. They're dancing. You know, I just I didn't feel a spark. I didn't either. I really didn't. <laughs> I didn't feel the spark I there. I don't know what <laughs> she is feeling. I don't know what's reaction. going on exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think Aaron feels a teensy bit wooden i don't think he's putting on a show i don't think he's here for the wrong reasons i think he comes off as polished to the point of loosen up too polished loosen up a little yeah and maybe you know he gets another day more time he he loosens up a little bit but yeah i'm missing a little something there right now i need to see more i think they were loose in the car ride yeah, and I'm glad they showed some of that when he was talking about Grand Theft Auto. That was they were laughing. That was they're just going back and forth, unplanned, mm-hmm. yep, discussion. So it's there, I'm sure. Charity offers him the rose. He accepts, and then they get engaged. He proposed after that, <laughs> and that was the season. <laughs> she would have said yes, given the way she was talking in the confessional. I think. Anything else on? Aaron B. and Charity. Overall, a good date for him. Yes. He'll be here for a while. That's for sure. Where will he rank on our power rankings? Stay tuned. Group date, daytime at the beach. Braden first to hug, which I believe is worth a couple points in our Real TV Fantasy League. Join now. I just joined. Wow, so you didn't do week one? Or the week two? In my opinion, they should have taken a week off here. Who's they? Bachelor. Well, ABC? Yeah, I mean, you know, elf in the room. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> it's the 4th of July weekend, everybody. <laughs> that 
the the Fourth of July holiday because it fell on a Tuesday went from Saturday through today. Any new programming should not happen on Monday or Tuesday. Period. Okay. Yeah, it won't find me arguing. <laughs> I was grinding tape on Monday night, though. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't misclaim to fame. <laughs> Group day outdoors at the beach. Sun's out, buns out. Maybe it's too cold. Not on Jesse's watch. You had your fun. Now strip down. We're playing dodgeball. Tiny swimsuits. Sports cups are mandatory. Fourth annual bachelorette dodgeball. Thankfully, they reminded us of the previous three because those escaped my memory. Wasn't that great? A little dodgeball bachelorette history. They're tapping into the history a little more. I'd like a full. Later. I'd have an extended version available online. Of 15, 20 minutes. Of, of this dodgeball? For, of the history of bachelorette dodgeball. No. Oh. You know, run something on the screen. Check out our Instagram for the full story. Maybe they Full do. Full history. This is something that could exist. Neither of us have exist. sought this out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Two things about the game. Number one, if you rewatch this segment, if you really put the all 22 on, you will find some really high-level dodgeball being played. Rem, <laughs> this was, Rem. These were real athletes out here. <laughs> Xavier had a dodgeball play that I will be telling my grandkids yeah, top plays. about. Should have been top plays. <laughs> <laughs> I will be telling people about for years to come. Xavier at one point has the ball in his hands. Someone throws a dodgeball at him. He does like a matrix move to avoid it, but in doing so falls on his ass. So he's he's back, like back on the sand. He's one back. dodgeball in his arm like a football. Someone, another hulking man standing over him launches <laughs> a 90 mile per hour dodgeball at him and he catches it with his other hand while he's laying down. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I don't even understand how the ball would stay where it was. It was so fast. I when I was watching, I go, "Oh, like I'm watching a real sport." In a <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Adrian got three people out with one throw. Now that was more of a they were messing up on the catch attempts, but still, you don't see that often. Also, is that a rule? I don't recall that. I don't. Re- I, you I know, think it's the first to get hit. I don't think. You know, maybe. If it pops up in the air and then someone else tries to catch it and they drop it, yeah, I think I think you count it. I just have never seen three people get out. I've never on one seen throw. That. No, never seen that. The other comment I have is a mild oversight having spectators stand at the ends of the dodgeball playing area. The spectators were actually kind of like the boundaries. They were the backboard. They were getting pounded with void balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, relentlessly, and they never—they were never told to move. No, I think they were—I think they were supposed to be there as the boundaries. You, uh, stay alive. Keep keep your head on the swivel. You're here to watch the dodgeball, not you know be on your phone messing around. <laughs> yeah, pay attention. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, it's like baseball. They got the net up, so nobody has to pay attention. Don't even get me started on the nets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Charity chose Adrian as the MVP, despite being on the losing team. Can we talk about the NXT guy rim for a second? Mm-hmm. Laser Kale rocket Dick- arm. Kale Dixon has uh, 316 written on his chest for one. Mm-hmm. Needs to be noted. Austin 316. He then, Austin 316, he then notes that he played college baseball and he throws 97. Do you want his college baseball stats? Yeah, I do. Okay, he played in... He's actually, he actually played at Iowa Western Community College. No kidding. 
Here are these stats. from These are two years in a row. First year, he played 61 games. Did he get kicked four off for juicing? <laughs> kicked off the team. <laughs> he went to Iowa Western Community College, where he played 61 games, batted 426 yeah. with 20 doubles, seven triples, and six home runs, 74 Alarming RBIs. Number of triples. 74 RBIs. Again, this is in 61 games. 10 steals, 71 runs scored with a 498 OBP. In his next year, he hit, listen to this, Rick. I'm listening intently. He hit 511 <laughs> with 11 doubles and three triples, four homers, 43 RBIs. This is only in conference games. That's in 26 games. And he had a 566 OBP. Are you hearing these numbers? <laughs> <laughs> 566 OBP. On top of that, he's a pitcher. I don't know if he was. I'd see no pitching stats. Says I think RHP. that was a lie. Really? Yeah. Maybe at least in so high school. We're looking at Caleb Otani. Yes, he was Caleb Otani. <laughs> we're, we're talking about Otani here. <laughs> then he moved on. He struggled at the higher levels, Rim. I'll say that. <laughs> he struggled. <laughs> After that, well, he went somewhere else. It. He went to Southern he went to South Alabama. After he went to those community colleges and he struggled, okay? But in those community <laughs> colleges, he was putting up earth-shattering numbers. <laughs> like, those numbers are so good. You don't really hear about college baseball, but it's almost like, wow, have you heard about what this kid is doing <laughs> at Iowa Western? <laughs> Any other comments on the date? Uh, no, he was, he was good. I mean, he, that guy they lost. was the people's choice of the MVP. Yeah. Everyone thought he should be MVP, which makes me concerned. About his Cause, longevity. Cause relevance if he on the show, if he was the real MVP and he'd got passed up by someone who was a little worse, that means she can, she doesn't, I, in my mind, doesn't want him at that portion like she, he's not a front runner to her i think i think adrian was going regardless because Braden's there they're on adrian and Braden run mm. different teams sure. if, if adrian's seen one Braden was going okay sad to say well that makes me feel about better about old kale yeah group date nighttime tried and true group date nighttime location early season the furniture store where cam interrupted and got a kiss from hannah despite not being on the group date of course brayden doesn't think adrian deserves the mvp and in fact resents his presence here i mean he's doing the thing where he's you know i no disrespect i wouldn't have given it to you i would <laughs> i would not have given you that mvp you stunk i'm no, sure andre Iguodala heard a lot of that after no those, disrespect whatever it was, at all 15 yeah <laughs> yeah Braden and Charity have some one-on-one time. What do you? Anything there? Do, do you feel a spark here with these two? Yeah, I do. Wow. I feel a spark. Yeah. Braden says he's crushing on her. She is crushing on him. I can confirm. She didn't say that, but I can confirm yeah. for you using my eyes. She is also crushing on him. Flirty interaction. Okay. Very flirty. Very fun. Yeah, there's something there with these two. They share a kiss. Which Braden to the camera compares to the digital intercourse from the Avatar movies. <laughs> he said that. He was like, it was like an Avatar. And I was like, well, no, it wasn't. Because that is something else. <laughs> they kiss an Avatar. <laughs> you know, you know what, they, what they do with the tails is different. <laughs> 
But hey, when the souls meld, A B, there's no other thing to compare it to. We have a thing that is the equivalent of yeah, that, what they do in Avatar. That represents something. <laughs> John won one time. No big deal. Pro basketball for a year. Hey, more sports talk here, Rim. I got to talk about do you, this. Do you, do you have his stats from anywhere? Rim, it's it's a bizarre scenario. He says he's a pro basketball player, and he was. He played in Africa for like a year. What is bizarre about it is it doesn't appear that he played in college or any. What? I couldn't find any high school information either. It would be almost as if I, after college, said, hey, I'm going to go to Africa and play some. Like I played in the intramurals, but now I'm going to go play professional in this shitty league. Which you could have, yeah. Which I could have, but that's the same situation here. I can't find any. I don't. He didn't play in college. He, he probably went to a colleges. big school. He probably legitimately no, just went to didn't. a big school and didn't play. No, he went to a big school and didn't play. Is what I'm saying. No, and he could have played. I a small know what school. schools he went to. Wow, alarming. He didn't play. He went to a tiny school where you would anticipate him playing if he played. Perf- if if he's any good. He, he went to Minnesota for his, gra- his uh, grad school, but it's the first school he went to was like a smaller school in Minnesota. Data scientist. Yeah. So he was just working hard. He's he didn't have time to play basketball. And then he graduated and he said, let me get some, let me take a little me get some... life experience year and yeah. That's what he season did. hoop. I like it. I like it even more than the I traditional route. Yeah. It's just, it, I was stunned to find what I found. About his basketball career. I am upset we don't have any stats. We got that no is... stats, but I did watch a video. There's a video. Yeah. What a it's strange all investigation. <laughs> it's Why is there a video? Bizarre. There's a video. Like a full... Like, I saw a Mixed full tape? game. Yeah. All his highlights. There's a video he posted of a game in Africa where he is lighting it up. He can dunk. Are you kidding me? He can dunk. Yeah. I'm here to announce that he can dunk. I'm now I don't know. <laughs> Might have been one of those leagues. You see those leagues nowadays? They're playing on like nine foot rims. Get things popping. I don't see those leagues nowadays. You haven't seen those leagues? What are they? Why oh, are they these doing kids that? these days. Kids these days. They're joining these leagues. They're playing on like eight and a half foot rims, and they're hmm. the highlights are incredible. It's crazy fun. Of course. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> we might get more into his stats yeah. if they surface later. Uh, charity cheered in college. Athletic backgrounds. They kiss. John seems to be sweet and cute. I think he needs to zhuzh it up a little if he wants to compete with the likes of Brayden. When someone is peacocking the way that Brayden is, you can't just sit back and be do a little something. Nice guy, John. Really, you have to burn your khakis. You can't do khakis with a blazer. Mystery the pickup artist would puke if he saw what John was wearing. John, Brayden is wearing a silk fucking shirt. And he has, like, feather earrings, okay? You can't wear regular-ass khakis. It's just, once you see a guy like that, you can't wear what you're wearing. Brayden back with the group. A couple of dodgeball egos. Brayden wasn't even that good at dodgeball. I don't recall anything about... I don't think Brayden was saying, I deserve the MVP. I think he was just saying... No, he wasn't. Adrian, you... You didn't deserve it. He stopped short of calling this a producer MVP. (laughs) What is it? Actually, if (laughs) you go by the performance. Adrian has a daughter, AB, which means he's ready to settle down. 
childless Braden is treating this like he treats life, as if it's MTV's spring break. Mm-hmm. Which is an accurate description of how Braden looks. He looks like he would be on walking the catwalk on the <laughs> grind while Buster Rhymes performs <laughs> in Cancun. Absolutely. That's Braden looks like... He looks like that someone that would be at... Yeah, spring break. Pose. MTV spring break. And then, like, I don't know, reach, reach down, touch the audience where there's, like, bubbles coming up, like soap bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> and people are just dancing. <laughs> Adrian and Charity, one-on-one time, what would you think of this interaction? He has a daughter. He tells her he has a daughter. Didn't love the reaction, but he does say <laughs> something about it's really... <laughs> I'll say that again. Yeah. John Jones tells Charity that he has a daughter. Charity, I did not love the reaction again. This is the second time I've seen this. Yeah, I agree. He says he's ready to settle down and get serious. It's really hard. For, the main thing is it's really hard for him to leave uh, his daughter. Well. So he's taking it ultra serious. He does not see the same thing from the other guys. Now, I'd like to get into this a little deeper. I bet you would. What, is, <laughs> what do you think Adrian wants the other people to be doing? What would his preferred off day look like besides partying with the guys? I think sitting inside, seething about not being on a date and uh, arguing over who respects charity more. I think that is how Adrian would prefer to spend these sunny afternoons (laughs) in Southern California (laughs) in a mansion. I just don't understand what this is all about from Adrian. I'm with you. I, th- I think it, <laughs> they don't. I think it's resentment almost because he's, you know, Adrian's thinking about. I think so too. Well, all these immature youngsters are playing games, but he ca- he's calling them immature. I feel like this is what most people do always <laughs> on these off days of all ages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. It's an off day. <laughs> we were not chosen for this date. Let's relax. Let's fucking chill. Let's. Let's have some fun. Why would you? Why would you not have fun? You can't have fun if you're it. serious about something. Is that what, <laughs> you can't have fun if you're seriously wanting to pursue a life partner. Yes, is that the, yes. Is that the situation? Yes, here? you cannot have fun. Okay. Two charity. Bra- Adrian implies that Braden might not be here for the right reasons. He didn't say his name, but he, you know, some people immature, maybe not be here. You know, it was a spring break. And when you say spring break to anyone in this house, they go, you're talking about, yeah. talking about Brayden? Are you talking about, <laughs> talking about Mr. Spring Break? <laughs> you're definitely talking about Brayden. Look at the guy. Charity's growing concerned about the possibility <laughs> that people are treating this like spring break. And I don't even know what Charity's, like, I don't know what, she what thinks she's thinking that means either. either. Oh, people are having fun? Well, we got to put a stop to that. <laughs> I mean, it is basically spring break. They're at a pool. It is literally Nothing spring. Nothing to do. The drinks are flowing, and it's spring, and we're at a break from our jobs. This is great. This is literally spring break for these guys. We make fun of this, AB. This is drama I love. It's a throwaway, thin accusation that's just vague enough that all the involved parties can argue about it and go nowhere. The lead can take it as someone's not here for the right reasons, when really the accusation is, as you've said, people are just having fun. It's so low stakes. Character is not really into question. And but the, it's enough to strike fear in the guys. They hear yeah. spring break 
And some of them are like, well, damn, I was treating yesterday. Like, like that's exactly like and she's break. mad about me. Partying, I, having... I got to buckle it up here. <laughs> I need to do something different. Brayden and Adrian are two perfect dance partners. We got a young, brash, yeah. loudmouth, the grizzled old man, the wise father. Mm hmm. I love this. Yeah, whole, I love this whole conflict. I do, too. And again, it might be because the weather's been nice lately. <laughs> <laughs> Charity offers the rose to John. I will say this, Rim. Mm -hmm. She gives John the rose after giving that speech. First place she goes to hug, Brayden. Eyes no, no, closed, no, no, Rim. No, 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 no. She then goes around hugging everyone else. Those eyes were open on the other guys, Rim. I must run that back. You know how you close your eyes? Like, she was nuzzled in there, eyes closed. Like, I could melt away. All my troubles go away when I'm in Brayden's arms. When she hugged John, when she hugged John, who she gave the rose to, her eyes were open. Okay? Who am I going to go hug next? Just something to know. This is... Uh, I, I'm going to clip this video and truly investigate. Yeah. I almost. This is borderline conspiracy corner. Uh, yeah. Hug Brayden. Yeah, hug Brayden first. <laughs> wow. Yeah, now he was sitting right next to her. Well, he's always sitting right next to her. He's always up next to her. He's always sidling up. I'm saying, I'm telling you, look at the eyes. Mm. That's what you need to. It's not about the order. It's about the eyes. The eyes were closed with Brady. To clarify, did she hug John after the rose? I don't remember. She okay. hugged a couple people. Right. They didn't show every hug. It's like 10 people. Eyes not order. I hear you. The eyes, the eyes were open. With the other guys. Well, after she left, Brayden and Adrian go at it a little bit more. Brayden doesn't think she was talking about him, of course. Adrian can't take it anymore. He sees too much playing in the house. If it were up to him, they'd drain the pool. Too many games. <laughs> you know, we'd have a curfew as well. 9 p.m. Lights out. Drain the pool. No drinks. No alcohol. <laughs> Let's take a short break. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Second group day, daytime. We got Josh, John Henry, Michael, Warwick, Joey, and Spencer. If you don't recognize a lot of those names, it's because this is the obvious B team. I wasn't going to say it, Rim. I think that first group was the bad boys. This is the nice guys. The nice guy losers that are going to lose. Not losers. I don't mean losers like that. I mean In losers of, of this season. They're going to lose the game. They're not, no winner is coming from this date. That's what I'm telling you. Maybe only one person came from this date. True. 
There were 12 guys on the first group date and six on this one. Five no names and Joey. Yeah, we'll get to it. Gabby and Rachel host a game show type activity, kind of Ellen writing on the whiteboards. The winner of the event will have an opportunity to break the Bachelor Na- Nation record for longest kiss, which was set by Sean Lowe and an unnamed woman many years ago. Coincidentally, most, if not all, of the date participants had yet to kiss Charity. I don't think any of these had any of these people. Maybe none. Of I them. don't think so. Which, again, reinforces the idea that this was the B, B squad. The questionnaire, you know, typical fare. Most of it teed up, say nice things about Jer- charity. Yeah. I like the hand makeout performances. I always like a good hand makeout. Who doesn't? Sure. Did you like Joey's spin zone about tell us a story about a kiss and he used it to say, well, best gift kiss ever was the one we're about to have type of. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It's yeah. a power move. Power play. Anyone could have done it. Probably would have. Resu- it's risky. If you don't get picked and you don't get the longest kiss, it's humiliating. He deserved to win only because no one else thought to do it. Yeah. In this scenario, I loved it. How can you not pick old Joey? He, she doesn't have any feelings for any of these other guys anyway. Might as well pick the guy who did the cool thing with the, with the question. Looking back on it, this whole date was set up. Joey? To be the Joey show. Joey and the nice guys. Joey and the nice guys. Yeah. Episode title. So Joey and Charity kiss... For four minutes and 25 seconds while everyone else watches uncomfortably in front of the audience. This was a note I took before it became a drama. I was like, they are right there and just like on stage. Right there. I'm leaving. I'm You, you can't make me stay up there and watch that. I'm at least turning around. I'm not going to watch yeah. for four <laughs> minutes. What are, we do- what are we doing here? I agree. <laughs> Kiss went so well that the producer said, send the nerds home. Let's give Hot Joey a one-on-one. <laughs> they got zero time with charity. This was a tough scene, because after that, they announced that Joey gets to stay for a one-on-one. The other guys get, like, ushered off the stage back to the bus to drive home. They don't even say goodbye, I believe. I could be wrong, but it's better if I say they don't. They didn't even say goodbye. I like that version, yeah. Walked away, tail between their legs. As Joey and her kissed more on stage, and the crowd was applauding. (laughs) This is an all-time tough scene for these other guys. They got no time, no interaction with nothing at any zero time. Back at the house, John Henry reveals Joey won and is still on that date, kissing Charity to this moment. Brayden, a little buzzed on hypnotic, probably, so he (laughs) (laughs) took exception to this. (laughs) Or some other light liquor from, you know, a Brian McKnight video. Him and the boys have been icing each other all day. (laughs) (laughs) He feels like the guys on the date were disrespected. So he's going to pack his bags, which I love. I'm almost I never love a good. I love it. A threat to leave. Pack. Love it. I love when people pack their bags. Who is the who's the queen of? Oh, it's a uh, Genevieve. No one does yeah. it better than Genevieve. I would love for Brady and Genevieve to get together. I don't know her current status. I wouldn't hate that couple at all. No, I would not either. Anything else here? Brady didn't like this. He felt this was disrespectful to the other, other all the other guys. He's like he was talking to the guys that got he's. That got punked out. Mm. 
And he's like, I could could not be me standing there watching. Like, well, it was kind of fun. Had a good time. Yeah, it was all right. Well, <laughs> but he couldn't believe it. You could argue convincingly that it was disrespectful to those guys. But signing up for this show, you are signing up to be disrespected repeatedly. The other guys had to wear Speedos against their will. That's just the name of the game. You're That's on a TV show. Game. You're, you're on a TV show. You're going to see the person you are interested in kiss someone else. Now, it usually won't be a four-minute kiss on a date where you didn't get to where you're held do anything. Hostage. Yeah. But, yeah, this is a. Uh, there's a chance this happens to you. That's just something you sign up for. Group date with one guy, nighttime. And by the way, it is not disrespectful of charity. No, well, that's the other thing about this conflict is that... She has nothing to do with it. She just is along for the ride here. I don't think Braden implied that. But when she heard about mm. this through the grapevine, of course the lead takes it to mean this person thinks I'm the Me disrespectful personally. actor. And yeah. that is not what he meant, I don't think. Sure. Braden apologist. Group date. Braden apologist <laughs> from both of us. Nighttime <laughs> with one guy, Joey. They love kissing, but do they love each other? Time will tell. And we found out quickly they can't because Joey's parents are divorced. Yep. It's tough. Tough to see. <laughs> there goes chances <laughs> into thin air. No, we're getting around, folks. <laughs> Just joking around. Joey's parents ended their marriage because his dad came out as gay when Joey was in kindergarten. He remains close with both of them. There's no animosity between them. So, Joey, safe to pursue as a romantic partner. I think. From Charity's perspective. <laughs> Wise words. Sometimes it's about what's going on on the inside. Not the outside. Joseph Tennis. Joseph Tennis is a good name. Anything else on this date? There is nothing in me that is second-guessing how I feel about Joey. I feel safe. That's big. Now, the question will be, is Charity looking for boring and safe? Or is she looking for Mr. Hypnotic? You know, <laughs> what is she looking for here? <laughs> you want fun or you want safe? Where do you put Joey? In the, in the I don't think Joey's boring. I don't think he is either. Yeah. I mean, but the word that's implying that he's safe. Yeah. They, they go kind of hand in hand. what you say about the boring people. Yeah. Like the safe choice. They almost, people don't usually choose the safe choice. They choose the, the one that excites them that might be more risky. On this show. But it could risky in a good way or bad. Mm -hmm. I like Joey. I think Joey could be a good match. I agree. Yeah. Is she willing to move to Hawaii, though? I don't know. I don't know. Is Joey willing to move to the Georgia-Alabama border? I don't know. No. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> At the house. Hey, Rim, does this count as a one-on-one -on -one for Joey before we go back to the house? Yes. Will Joey have to now wait his turn? Yeah. Despite really not doing anything. He didn't get a date, really. He got some one-on-one -on -one time, but he didn't get the the crazy once-in-a-lifetime experience that the dates usually are. Is this actually a bad thing for Joey now? That's what I'm asking you. If this counts as a date and he doesn't end up winning, then this sucks. I didn't get my awesome date. No, I think it counts as a one-on-one -on -one because the daytime portion was still just kind of Joey. A lot of daytime one-on-one -on -one portions, they don't talk that much anyway. 
Yeah, but you do something cool. This they was just they like, broke a world record. Five minute kiss. It's not a world record. It's a bachelor. That's an important. Record. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bachelor record. I don't know. I I would guess he doesn't get one for a while, if at all. He might just go straight to hometowns without getting a real one-on-one. Yeah, I just don't know how I feel about that if I'm him. It, he's obviously in a good spot. He's way ahead of everyone else on that group date, but mm. I'd want my magical moment, my magical one-on-one. Everyone else on that group date is gone, AB. I know that. <laughs> everyone <toast>. is gone. <laughs> They're all toast. At the house, Adrian uh, doesn't want to hear any laughs in the house. No horsing around. <laughs> Braden is still hung up on the kissing record. His bags are packed. Jesse says no cocktail party barbecue and said we might as well just build this into the schedule at this point. Just have the second cocktail party be the outdoor afternoon event. Yeah. So let's talk about the barbecue. A lot of good one on one action here. The vibes are great. Everyone's having a great time. Mm -hmm. Don's up first. So did he get he didn't get a date at all. Right. Is that true? No, he was on a date. Everyone got a date. Was he on the first one-on-one? The he was on the ball? first Just one-on-one, didn't yes. really show up, mm. show out? Mm. Okay. He was on the losing team, in fact. Mm. Don pulls out his resident card from when he came to the U.S. as a kid, his most cherished item. This little kid means everything to me, talking about his, himself as mm. a four-year-old. Almost made me cry. Yeah, Don. Beautiful. I felt like Dotton thought he might have been on the chopping block. He's not. He's way too sweet, and he's the only one who has been explicit about his, I came here because I saw you. Yeah. No one else has made that claim. I think Dotton is safe for a long time. And he was smooth with this kiss request. I don't recall if they'd kissed before, but if it was the first one, it was a good one. I will note, Dotton is so tall that even when he's sitting down next to you, it feels too tall. See what you've hear he's what I'm tall saying? in all position. Yeah, he's tall, sitting, standing, anything. Mm. Tanner, one at one time. He's here for the right reasons. I don't buy it. I have here not really? a needle mover, Tanner. This is Tanner towel though. Yeah, and I didn't like. I thought the towel was lacking in execution. Yeah, you're right. Sean does some putting practice in the driveway. Doesn't matter. On to break. Well, hold up, Rim. I got my eyes on Sean a little bit. I think he went home. Did he? <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I have to double check. No, Sean's still here. No, spoiler alert. Yeah. I think I got Keep my eye, eye on Sean. Sean a little bit. I, I'm keeping an eye on him. I'm not I'm not out on Sean completely. He's yet. got a paradise way about him. Sure. Sure. Maybe a late riser. I just want to get him. to Braden. Yeah, let's get to Braden. Long feathery earrings. Earrings are so oh, flashy. Look at me. I'm wearing crazy clothes and wacky earrings. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's awesome. Do you think I'll leave? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if you're going to leave either. I'm tuned in, though. <laughs> I like his earrings. I like his shirts. I like his scarves. I love that he packed his bags. I like Brayden. I do. Me. Too. <laughs> Sue me. Say what you want about those earrings. If you are, If that's not your taste... You're, you're a hater. That's all there is to it. <laughs> How about the one-on-one time? This went uh, smooth, like uh, confusingly smooth, considering the yeah, way he was talking before. When you come in bags packed, ready to go, 
and there's really no resolution to like you didn't get any resolution and then everything's cool. I got a question if you're really planning on going home. <laughs> Was Bray. he ever going to leave? I don't know. <laughs> Did you really pack your bags? Because Charity did. gave you no explanation no. for how this wasn't disrespectful. And he almost. And you really didn't even ask her no, he, what it, you it, wanted to ask. Very lightly voiced his yeah. concern. And she yeah. was like, yeah, I, I kind of agree. You know, it's tough, thin line. Yeah. Trying to make everyone feel comfortable. And that was that. He gets no information. And that was it. Bags aren't packed anymore. And yet he earned the credit. As a vulnerability and opening up from charity. Sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. Slithering along deeper and deeper under the shell. Only Braden can, you know, threaten to leave over something so small, and it ends up as a good thing for him. Will Braden's thing on this show just being weaseling out of situations? With his coolness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think will last longer, Braden or Adrian? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I pray to God it's Braden. I think it's going to be Braden. Yeah, I think. I think Adrian's I mean, grouch act the, is going to wear thin. I was going to say, the grouch <laughs> thing is eventually going to wear on everyone, and it's already started. He's kind of. Not ruined two nights, but he's he's, he's the only one who's like started something. Yeah, yeah, he's borderline ruining days and nights for no reason. I kinda, and for something that the majority of the house is doing is the other thing. Yeah. It's just him and Aaron not partying, from what I can tell. <laughs> Aaron probably wants to party. He just has like a bad knee or something. You know, <laughs> <laughs> his shoulders sore. <laughs> Before the end of the barbecue, we do get some one-on-one time, Adrian. And- <laughs> when the kids are doing those backflips out there, I'd be the same. Well, I'll just You're stay over your here. Ankle. I don't fit in. <laughs> crack your head open. <laughs> Adrian apologizes to Charity for the spring break comment. I don't know why he apologized. We know he feels that way still. Yeah. And then he went from apologizing for doing that, because it apparently made her upset, to saying more things that would obviously put her the same. Yeah, just say more <laughs> yeah. of the same stuff. When discussing the post-group date moment, Adrian says Braden acted immaturely and used the word classless. Now, I think Adrian, I think Braden said classless about the situation, not charity. I also think Adrian said Braden used the word classless as a broad thing, not about charity. Charity, naturally, the lead, interprets it as Braden called me classless. That's the game of telephone we see in these situations all the time. That's exactly what it was, a game of telephone. So that's upsetting, concerning to Charity, because her and Brayden have a deep connection. And that ends the cocktail party. Again, really light, fun drama. Yeah. If you were to take sides, Adrian versus Brayden, would you... Which one would you take? I'm not taking sides. I'll nip your answer in the bud. I think... Adrian, probably logically accurate. Maybe the they're not taking it serious. Maybe Brayden isn't really here for charity. Probably. I love Brayden's presence, and I can't imagine life without it. So I'm just glad this conflict is happening. I mean, if we're looking at it without our Brayden apologist colored glasses on, the 24-year-old guy who parties all the time. 
Makes everything He's about himself. The, makes everything about himself, including his outfits. Showing off is a little stunting bit. Stunting on everybody at every around every corner. Yeah, that guy probably showed me that stuff. He probably yeah, that guy's probably here for something other than charity. Yeah. Of including course. fame. Mostly <laughs> fame. The guy with, you know, the fourteen month old at home yeah. in his mid thirties. He's probably here for more than the right reasons. Probably here for the lead and the lead only. I don't. Adrian doesn't strike me as someone who's going to be a long-term bachelor player, or as someone that's here to get famous. Let's move to the rose ceremony. Charity arrives as if to a funeral. That's how concerning these claims about Braden are. The date roses are Aaron B from his one-on-one, John from a group date, and Joey from a group date that was designed. To effectively be a one-on-one for Joey. Yep. The roses are as follows. Dotton first. Tanner. Caleb B. Wrestler. Caleb Otani. Warwick. Michael Badjacket. I have here. Sean. Xavier. What was up with the jacket? I don't remember. I just instinctively wrote bad jacket. I think it was plaid. Kind of a Christmas plaid. Okay. Aaron S. Ancient Aaron, James Red Tie, Adrian, and of course, Brayden. Of course. The following guys went home very sad. Caleb A., John Henry, Josh, Caleb K. with a K., and Spencer, who was the night one like oddball edit. Yeah. Got nothing out of him. Nothing. I'm actually, I'm, I'm not happy about those guys. Those were I interesting guys to, to stay. Me. Yeah. Caleb A.? Yeah. The phys- physician? Sure. John Henry? Why does he have two first names? John- I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know more. How many siblings do you have, John Henry? I think he's just a normal guy. <laughs> Answer me that. <laughs> I expect more Spencer, run- yeah. I expect more run out of Spencer. Definitely. Yeah, me too. But there's only 14 left. It's funny that we're sad all them are gone. When you know, we like, give a, a lot of thing. mixed signals. <laughs> Me and you give a lot of mixed signals on what exactly we're looking for. Hey, everything can be black and white. <laughs> like a little <laughs> we, bit of... uh, we, we don't want too many people, but we also don't really want more. anyone to go home. <laughs> well, they could have sent more, but they could have remained with 14 and you could have gotten rid of Warwick. My, you know, pick to click. He's giving us nothing. Michael Badjacket. I had to put Badjacket just because I don't remember who he is. Sure. Sean and Xavier haven't done a ton. Xavier only had one. Like James hasn't done shit. James Red Tie, yeah. Red Tie hasn't done anything. We got it. There's a some deep, other people they could have. Yeah, it's a deep pool of prospects. That's it. It's a deep pool of prospects. We got a good cast. We got a good cast. <laughs> I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Mailbag seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. This week's question: How do you feel about coming back? Slash, what do you think of the new time slot? We got a lot of comments about uh, it was pouring rain all spring in California. So when we were make, you know, saying they should move it back or accommodate so we don't have to be in the pouring rain on night one, they said, no, Rim. It would have still been raining. It would have been raining. But, you know, eh. I don't always think of those things. I don't, I don't, got, the, I don't got the radar on me. 
Amy says, excited to be back to Bachelorette. I feel like the drama between the men is always more fun than the drama between women. I'm continually convinced that the personality of the lead isn't important, though I love charity, in parentheses, as long as the contestants are entertaining. Love a lot of them already. Amy also says, I switched to streaming with my friends on Tuesday nights instead of watching live because staying up later after 10 is a bit rough when you work the next morning. Feel bad for those who have it airing at 9 p.m. Thank you, Amy. That's true. 8 to 10, I can do that. 9 to 11 on the East? That's crazy. That's crazy. 703 Area Code says, I'm so glad to be back. It feels like it's back to fun, light batch, and that's what I'm here for. I agree, 703. I'm Number two, I'm guessing most people watch the next day anyway, so the push isn't the end of the world. Gabby from San Francisco says, not excited that batch is back because I'm way more into Love Island UK these days. Don't care about the time slot because I watch it the next day anyway. Thanks for listening, regardless, Gabby. Some unrelated notes. Kim from Illinois says, I agree with AB about counting anniversaries. In the business world, if you leave a company and then return, the company only counts the years you were employed with them in your years of service. Not wanting to go against legal precedents, I think the same should hold true for romantic anniversaries. On the flip side, I agree with Rim that Aaron B's piano performance was meh. Oh, wow. Seemed like scales in different octaves, but maybe night one nerves got the best of him. Finally, I like the new time slot. In the past, I recorded the show and watched later because my husband was too awake and would chat me up while the show was going on. Now, one hour later, he's starting to wind down his day, leaving me a piece to fully take it in. Thank you, Kim from Illinois. Who is this? Oh, Kim. Kim from Illinois. And her husband. Shout out to him. Dozing off. (laughs) Dozing off. Talking too much. (laughs) Shut up, Kim's husband. Well, don't have to worry about it anymore. Push it out back. Let her watch in peace, please. He's talked out. This text is from Liv, Serena, and Zach. Undercover brother related text. Wait, 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 wait. Hmm. A triple person? Well, it's three people. Not a triple three. person. <laughs> three people. Individuals. Could be a triad. Three people. You know, these kids these days doing all three crazy stuff. Three people texting all together. They've, <laughs> they've got... It came from Liv, and then it was like, and Serena and Zach. It's just a way to get your friends, oh. you know, names read. Little yeah. trick. Liv, Serena, and Zach. And friends. Undercover it says brother, and friends? No, I added and friends. Let's continue. Oh, okay. Undercover brother bit related. We just watched Jesse's season in the off season, and he had the wife of his best friend come on posing as a contestant. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. He, I haven't watched Jesse's season. Uh, incredible. Either. He would often check in with her to get her opinion and dirt on the women. Oh, wow. She had a lot of influence and stayed for like more than half the season. Wow. And, A.B., they kissed. Wait, what? Which was one of the most (laughs) shocking things I've ever seen. And need to know how that went over with his best friend. That's from Liv, Serena, and Zach, but mainly Liv. It was like a sincere kiss, Liv says. Crazy. What? But yeah, maybe they should have done something more like that for me. And Nehemiah, minus the kissing. I don't know how I've gone this on without being aware of that at all. What? That's like, that should be one of the bigger scandals in the show's history. <laughs> Jesse Palmer kissed his best friend's wife while she was <laughs> Who's going there to, to help him? It was, yeah, who's there in a friend capacity, obviously, because it's his best friend's <laughs> wife. <laughs> Jesse. What? I don't know. I, I mean, go on. I have to see that. I have to see that. I have to see that. <laughs> and I love Jesse, but I don't know if I can. 
Holy cow, Jesse. Thank you, Liv, Serena, and Zach. Amanda here from Orlando. Fortune cookies are taken pretty seriously in my household. My partner saves every single fortune and has a big pile of them. So, yes, these people do exist. I just save the special ones and hope they will a come big true. Big pile of them? Big pile. We, We're Amanda not goes like into detail. putting them in a booklet? They're just in a, like, I, I feel like if you're going to do if well, you're going to do perhaps that, perhaps in a keepsake, you should have them somewhere. Mug container type of some ceramic item. Who I'll knows? Just sit. Yeah, okay. I just save the special ones I hope will come true, but only when I come across a good one that actually predicts something. The dumb ones get tossed on the floor for the cats to bat around. But I have a question, Amanda says. When is the appropriate time to read a fortune? I break the cookie open, read the fortune, and then eat the cookie. My partner refuses to read the fortune until he finishes eating the cookie because it thinks he thinks if you read it before you eat it, it won't come true. Is this a regional thing? Well, let me tell you a little thing. I pop, the, pop it open, throw the cookie in the trash, and then I read oh, the fortune. Mute. That's what I do. So you don't like fortune cookies? No, they're not that good. Mm. They're not that good. Are you? Is someone going to argue with me that those are good? I like cookies? fortune cookies. I think they have a nice little hint of sweetness. <laughs> I can eat them. I eat them. <laughs> I like the taste. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I think Amanda. we're on the same page. Then we both read it before. Well, I don't eat it at all. But yeah, I read it before I eat it. If I was going to eat a, it, I there, think I. There's a note in my food. I'm going to see what that's about before I get to the food. <laughs> well, it sounds like your fortunes might not come true. What's next week's question, A.B.? I want to know thoughts on uh, Braden Rim. Earrings, yeah, particularly. Yeah, great question. Great I question. want to know particularly if you... What do you think about those earrings? What do you think about his vibe? Braden comments exclusively, please. I think this guy yeah, has love the chances bag. to be one of the most divisive characters this show's ever seen. People are going to love him like we do. People are going to hate love him. Love him. Obviously, he does some off-putting things. I can't think of that any. other. <laughs> I can't think of any that's genuinely outputting. <laughs> oh, sorry, he's a douche. I could, so what are you going to arrest him? Come on. <laughs> Let people be who they are. Braden's just being himself. <laughs> I love Braden thoughts. If, if you're watching this and you're like, I can't stand Braden, he's ruining the show, then I don't know if you have the stomach for any kind of drama whatsoever because Braden is hardly a, a, a top thousand menacing figure in the history of the show, I think. I think Brayden will remind a lot of people of someone that they hate. And that yeah, will be the reason they don't like show. him. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> it's kind of fun. I'm just giving you why people probably hate his guts. I'm curious to read him. I'm curious to read. 773-234-7794. Yep. Power rankings okay. after week two. Do you, want the, do you want the headline of the week first? Yeah, do the headline of the week first. This is from time.com, Rim. Oh. Why? Why fans are listening to the Bachelor podcast instead of watching the show? Unbelievable headline! What Unbelievable! A, what a, what headline. a niche topic to cover! <laughs> what a niche topic, <laughs> specifically important to us. I'm very curious as to the content of this. You got to read it. I'm not going to read the whole article to you, but it's some of the things we've thought. The podcasts are doing the work that people don't want to do. They don't necessarily love the show anymore, but they love hearing about the show. They might not want to watch it, have their full attention to it, but they can listen to it on a drive home and stuff like that. Remarkable. Lots of people. 
are just listening to the podcast about The Bachelor while The Bachelor viewing is going down. Listening to Bachelor podcast is skyrocketing. I don't even know if that's true. I can't. That's just what this article says. Well, I wish we'd skyrocket. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Well, there's so many podcasts now. It's saturated. Well, I tell you, it's saturated. You know, dime a dozen now. That's why uh, refer a friend months are so important. It's really. I can't wait for refer a friend month. Probably should be this month. Now that we think about. Now that I'm in. I would save it it for July, but I would save it for BIP. Yeah. That's my favorite. Thing. The reality is we need it every month. We're desperate. We need refer a friend month as shit. We need a whole year. <laughs> okay. Great headline. Unbelievable that that article exists in any publication, let alone Time.com. Time Magazine. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I don't know how much longer the segment can survive. I'm not Googling anything this season because a couple weeks before the premiere, I searched like The Bachelorette. And one of the news items, the first ones was, who is Bachelorette contestant? So-and-so find out more about charities, dot, dot, dot. I, I had to stop reading. I assume that yep. person goes far. It's a good thing I forgot who it was, but that stuff is just everywhere. I can't, I'm standing out of comment sections. I'm not reading articles. I'm not doing it. The spoilers you don't have to look for. They're just. You don't. If you search Bachelor, Bachelorette, it, it'll be there. Now, a lot of them aren't in the title, at least. Okay, great headline. Power rankings after week two. Number five, John. Cutie patootie John needs a stylist, John. And not because the style is bad, but because the, the, his competition. He's getting overshadowed. Yeah, he's getting, he's in the shadows. John. Number That's five? four. You're doing five? Five. I thought you usually do four. I do whatever I want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Number four, and this is uh, contenders. This is who I think has the best chance to win. Sure. Number four is Braden. Oh, wow. Braden. I think it'll, I think, you know. You really envision a scenario where he could win this show? I do not envision a scenario where he can win, no. Okay. Just making sure we're on the same page there. Do you think that? Do I think he could win the show? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Dot number three. You can't have a you can't have him overshadowing her you, with you, his you, outlandish scarf that he wears to the the proposal. You know you're never supposed to like overshadow the bride at that. her own wedding. Like, what yeah. do you think Brain's gonna wear to their wedding? It will be too much. <laughs> oh, it'll be a, he'll, he'll come down on too much. He'll, he'll, Eventually, it's just gonna be too much for charity. The one will come down from the rafters. It'll be a whole thing. <laughs> Get dropped off in a helicopter. <laughs> So, Braden, number four. <laughs> Too flashy. <laughs> number three. Number three. Dotton. Dotton, number three. Nice guy, Dotton. That heartbreak when Dotton gets sent home after Dotton, hometown, that's, that's going to hurt. Do you think there's some Dotton bachelor, bachelor buzz in your head right now? No. Well, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Well, let's give it a couple more weeks before we start talking. Yeah, that's bachelor. crazy. That's crazy talk after week two. Number two is Joey. Number one is obviously Aaron B. Quibbles aside, it was undeniable what occurred on that date. Yep. And the and the coin, the coin thing, which is our biggest concern, doesn't seem to be a concern to her. Nope, so it's now gone. And she we can't care. use it when we're. T- <laughs> shouldn't care at all. Let's hear your power rankings. Number Andy. four, John Cutie Patootie, Patootie Pie, Patootie Pie. Number three, Joey. Nice guy, Joey. Tennis pro Joey. I think eventually where he lives will be his downfall. 
Number two, Braden. Braden seems like a runner-up to me. Like, yeah, this has been awesome. Every week I get to see what he's wearing. He's fun. We're taking shots all the time. <laughs> Getting fucked up. <laughs> That's Braden. He brings me shots all the time. He has a little Johnny Bananas to him. This is not the last. He he's has gonna, bananas. He's going to be doing some. You toast said he did with the. the you, said, you said he did the toast. Well, guess who does the toast in all the challenges? Bananas. bananas. The most flamboyant. <laughs> me, me, me. Guy there motherfucker is. there yeah. is who does the toast, and Braden did the toast this week. <laughs> you were talking about shots, and I envisioned Braden with the group in the kitchen on a day off, shirts off, taking a break from being outside, giving a toast. I'm kitchen. sure that's already happened. We just haven't seen yeah. it. I guarantee you <laughs> he's given some totes. Okay. Braden, number two. He'll be there for a long time. Hometowns, I know. Oh, one can only help. One can only help. I think we're I think we're going towards a two on one, aren't we? Doesn't Adrian oh, Braden yeah. two on one seems like something I don't even think that I, seems like a pay per view. Of course. <laughs> you can, I'll pay for that to watch that. It would Those be a two terrific heavy hitters. two-on-one. Usually it's not two heavy hitters. Those are two heavy hitters. Okay? Right now they both seem like, because they're on screen a lot, they both seem like heavy hitters. I Big don't think deals. Adrian has... I mean, he wasn't on a power rankings for a reason. I think Adrian is well, Braden's foil more than anything. Well, he's not on mine because he's a hater. But I think he's <laughs> I got Again, characteristics. I, <laughs> I like his look. I like he's a little older. He's got a kid, which might be a bad thing, but it'll keep him here for a while. Yeah. I think he's a legitimate contender. I'd probably put Adrian five, maybe. I don't know. Wow, 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 wow. Maybe. I'll put Adrian I think they're going to have a two-on-one. I think they're going to have a two-on-one. I think Braden's going to win and make it to the final two or three. That's what I think. Love it. Okay. Who's number one? Uh, Aaron, of course. Having anyone else at this moment would be silly. I agree. All, all coins aside. I just can't believe he did that. It just was <laughs> stopped. <laughs> he brought the coin out three times more than I would have. That's all. The coin is fun. The coin's a fun thing, I guess. But there were times when he was behaving as though the coin was integral to his success in life. He got yeah, the two face. He was on the one on one day. Yeah, it was his whole thing. And it's like, <laughs> you can be you're greater than this coin. Yes, don't don't let it. this coin define you. <laughs> no, the coin is nothing. It's simply metal. <laughs> okay, those are our power rankings. Uh, quick scoring update for the Real TV Fantasy League we are in. Thank you to everyone who joined. I'm in there for next week. I'm ready. There, It's a newish app. I love that we have a custom scoring system. I created that without even consulting AB, mostly because we needed to get it out in time for the episode. But it's simpler to follow. That's how you can add a co-owner. <laughs> I don't know who would do that. <laughs> mind you, added me as a co-owner. That would be funny. <laughs> I'm going to forget to fill this out all the time. There have been a couple kinks along the way. The good news is the app creator is like in the chat with everybody else responding to hiccups and glitches. So, White glove service. Yeah, white glove. <laughs> Three people tied for the high score this week with 127 points in our custom system. Happily Ever After by Samantha L., Justice for Christina Mandrell from Jose S. And Colin M. Kalen M. K-A-H-L-E-N. Those three teams tied for first. 
One time only triple prize giveaway. Be triple, normally, sticker. Wow. triple sticker. Wow. Triple sticker. Triple <laughs> sticker. Wow. Those three teams <laughs> send us a message on Instagram or the mailbag 773-234-7794 and we will get you a link for a free sticker. I encourage everyone who has not joined the group and is interested to still join because you can win weekly. I and just we'll joined. A t-shirt at the end. Yeah, AB just joined. So you'll be ahead of him. Anything else, AB? Any other season predictions, season comments? I like where it's at. I like where we're at I like, right now. I like where we're at. I really do. I like the cast. I like charity. Yeah. I like it all. This is not Remini B early season uh, bit either, where we go, oh, you know, hey, come on, check it out. If you're not watching, it's actually good. And like mm-hmm. kind of deep down, we don't. What I don't care if you I watch or not. I don't, I don't care either. if you watch or no. I don't either. I don't care I, if you listen I or not. I want Just... to watch Braden and Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do. Okay. I love it. I love what's going on. I love where we're at. Y- y'all do whatever you want. I'll be watching Braden every Monday. Wearing some styles that I've never seen in my life. Changing things. I don't want to overstate mind. it, but I can see Braden becoming a big star in the world. In the world. <laughs> I, hear I can you. see Braden anchoring. I hear you. Hosting a show, a competition show. I can see him becoming a celebrity. Who knows? Agree. <laughs> Wholeheartedly agree. Thanks for listening. Some people have it. He has it. He has it. <laughs> okay. He completely has it. <laughs> this is going to backfire. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.